expecting the unexpected. When I say expectations, or use the word expectations, what comes to mind? Can I read a definition for, for expectations? A strong belief that something will happen or be the case. I know for me, when I think of expectations, I often relate it to the work environment. Because for me, most of my time is managing expectations. Actually, for me, I'm looking to manage expectations of people to my left, to my right, who are senior than me, so I don't give them any surprises. So actually, I'm having to communicate lots. I'm having to lower expectations in certain, certain um, times. And it just feels completely weird to actually how I'm wired. Because in some respects, what I feel like God has put in me is to expect the unexpected. I also feel like God wants to um, talk to us this morning about vulnerability and authenticity with each other. What I loved about this morning is the prophetic words we had, all linked within, with what I'm going to share this morning. So for everyday life, where do your expectations go? As parents, were you encouraged to dream big? Do you encourage your children to dream big? Were you told that you didn't meet your parents' expectations? If not, that's fine. Were your expectations for relationships, friendships, marriage, children, careers, and dreams? I know that for me, God has been talking to me lots about dreaming. And uh, one of them is, for me, signs and wonders and miraculous. The last couple of years, Amelia and I have been on an interesting journey together as we've read the Bible. And she's been absolutely captivated by stories where people have just walked up to Jesus and said, because of who you are, I'm trusting you that my child or my servant's going to be healed. And at one point, we had a joint dream on our dreams board of praying for someone to come back to life. But I know that with Amelia and, from, and me, I haven't seen that yet. And my shadow hasn't raised anyone from the dead. But it's, for me, it's easier to comprehend because I've got my conversation with my father about I'm not seeing this yet. But for Amelia, it's like, what's going on? I'm not seeing it. And there's this understanding that she's just missing out. What are your expectations? I know that when I was preparing for this morning, I felt like God wanted to talk about one blocker and one enabler to expectations. Do we limit or manage our expectations so we don't get disappointed or to protect ourselves? Or to control the situation so that if it doesn't come about, we won't be upset or disappointed? Have we allowed our experiences to shrink our expectations of God? I was talking to a friend recently, and she had been doing some dreaming with a, a grandmother and uh, when she asked her, why are, you doing, why are you doing some dream coaching with me? The grandmother said, I've had a revelation from God. And the grandmother said, how would I feel if I asked my grandchildren what their dreams are, and they said, or what they'd like from me, and they turned around and said, I'd love a pair of socks and a toothbrush. And she felt like, for her, it came about of, actually, that's not what I want. I know for me, I've got massive dreams that God has put in my heart So for me, I think fear or disappointment can be one of the blockers for, for us dreaming and seeing and having huge expectations. 
but then an enabler is faith. And I read this wonderful um, paragraph in a book recently, which I just love to read out. The entire spirit world operates by faith, not just God's world. Fear is the manifestation that we have faith in the wrong kingdom. When we believe something is going to go wrong, we have given our faith to the enemy. By doing this, we empower the one that Jesus disarmed at the cross when we believe in Jesus. We empower the Holy Spirit, the angels, to bring about his will. Wow. And it says in the... I've just put my Bible, sorry. Hebrews 11. Verse 1. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. And for me, I think there's something about when we expect the unexpected that actually it's allowing God to speak to us through our dreams, through what God's put in our hearts and not allowing that to be capped. Did you want to share what? Hello. On Friday, I was chatting with Maddie actually in the morning about, we were just chatting about children and um, we were talking to somebody else about universities and future and things. And as I was driving home, I was thinking about my dreams for my children and um, and thinking about when they come to me and say, oh, I'd like to do this, how do I feel? And I was thinking that actually, um, or I started to think about this and then I sometimes I feel like God is, I get a song and it's God singing to me, so I'm just singing to myself, but it's God. <laughs> um, and I felt God just give me a revelation really that the two things that stop me from um, really being free with my children being able to dream with me is is fear because I started to think about one of my children in particular and thinking oh what if they said mum I'd really love to do this and in my mind I thought oh but what if you will never be able to do that what if you're not academic enough to do that or what if you you fail at doing that um and also what what if you get hurt if I allow you to pursue that dream and then you just get hurt what will happen and so I realized that there were there was fear that would stop me in responding to my children's dreaming and the other side I thought actually it's lack of resources I thought well what if they say they want to pursue horse riding and I could never afford to have horse riding lessons and what if they say they want to be a uh, an amazing tennis player, but tennis lessons just seem out of our reach. And I thought, and then I just thought about us and God, and thought I felt God say, "There's there's no lack of resource with me, and there's no fear in me." And it just it changed. It just gave me this amazing revelation of God. I can dream with you, and you have no fear of my disappointment or my failure or anything, and you have no lack of resource. And um, yeah, I just thought, wow, isn't that just changed my perspective in terms of faith for dreaming mm. for things. That's good. So continuing that theme, 
I sort of thought, well, what do we know about the character of God? He's good. He's very good. And do you know what? He never changes. Hebrews 13, verses 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And that leads me on to really where I feel like God wants to um, make an invitation to us all. I'm standing up here as the, as the first um, to expect the unexpected. I feel like there's something for us individually that God wants to shift. I think there's something for us corporately as an oasis, but I also think actually I have a sense that a new generation of knowing what it is to expect the unexpected. There's two testimonies I'd love to share. I'm going to do one, and then I'm going to ask John Godwood to come up here in a minute, if that's okay, John. I had a bit of a strange one. It was a bit of a cheeky ask, but just before going to China, I went up to one of my bosses who manages the relationship we have with a Chinese company that we work with. I thought, I know, should I ask him to see if he needs me to do any business out there? Maybe he can pay the flights. And uh, happy days. And uh, I went up to him, his name's Doug, and I sat down and said, Doug, we're going to China, taking the family, this is what we're doing. I said, just wondering if there's anything I can do for you. This is God having fun with you. And he sat back in his chair, said, mm, okay, okay. He said, actually, Neil, he said, uh, we need someone to go out there for six months. <laughs> and he said, would that interest you? At that point, I thought, okay, God, I'm expecting the unexpected. But we had a very quick conversation. I said, Doug, that's a wonderful offer, but um, it, it just wouldn't work for where we're at at the moment. But I did feel like God saying, come on, son, expect the unexpected. Ask the questions, dream the dreams with me that you've put on the heart that just seem out of reach. And, uh, but it did make me laugh. And at home group last week, um, John Godwood gave a wonderful testimony. John, would you mind? Um, Thank you very much. I know it's a vulnerable thing sharing testimonies, but I love, and I feel like part of this morning is also God wanting to awaken um, our vulnerability with each other and the amount we talk and share with each other. Go for it, mate. Thank you. Um, yeah, I sh- shared in our home group last week. Um, as some of you may know, we moved house uh, as a family last year in July. Um, and one thing that you should know about me is I always want things I can't get. <laughs> Maybe it's a man thing, but that, uh, I keep it to myself, no. but I always want things. I, you know, it's not a man thing. I, I, want, I want things that I can't get. Um, so with that in mind, uh, we looked to move, uh, and I was the driving force behind it, particularly Kelly wasn't that bothered. Um, she liked where we'd, we lived. We'd been in our house for a long time, but obviously with three kids and a dog, we needed um, a bit more space, I felt. So we started to look. We put our house in the market, we sold our house very quickly, and whilst we were looking, um, we looked at about 10 or 12 houses in total, maybe. Nothing really took my eye. Uh, and then we stumbled across one particular house uh, that was more money than I th- could afford, we could afford, um, with a mortgage, etc. And uh, so we went and looked at it and then realised that it's still too much money and perhaps you know we had conversations along the lines of uh, perhaps we should move on and look at other things but um, in my heart I really 
wanted this house. Um, I suppose, uh, and looking back in hindsight, it, it goes, to, uh, uh, goes uh, as far as to say I desired that house. I used to walk uh, the dog, ride my bike almost every day. It's only a few doors down from where we live in Southwoodham, so it's easily walkable. And um, almost every time I went out in the house, uh, in, uh, walking the dog, riding uh, the bike, or even in the car, on the way home from Sunday mornings, we used to drive past the house on the way home. And I, I just, I wanted that car. Uh, car I wanted that house. <laughs> I, want, I want a new car as well, yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, and so I, I began to pray uh, I have to be honest and say that it wasn't a prayer at first. I just wanted the house. Um, but I, it soon developed into a prayer, and I, and, uh, I, I wanted that house. Uh, and um, it's only through God that everything came uh, into place. We, um, the house was, uh, was, at the time, was on the market, was, uh, and then it was very quickly sold, which was a bit of a blow. Um, so we carried on looking at other properties, still wanted the house. Then the house fell through. I went straight to the estate agent, sat down in her office and said, I want that house. And now I'm not normally like that, I'm quite reserved, quite shy, but to tell an estate agent I want the house probably is not a good thing to do because then they don't leave you alone, etc. Et but I really wanted that house. And uh, all the time I kept walking the dog, driving past, praying, praying about it. And slowly came uh, round, Kelly came round to the idea as well. <laughs> um, of it. <laughs> she, well, she was the more the practical one because we couldn't afford it. And this is where um, God intervened as well. Um, obviously, um, it came on the market uh, back again. We looked at it again. We ended up putting an offer in. Um, uh, and even that, our offer was accepted. But before the offer was put in, the estate agent even said to me, um, I know how much you want the house, John. Uh, she, said, she said, I'll even put um, the offer in, in increments of £100 each time. You know, go back to the vendor, £100 extra each time. Uh, and the long and the short of it is we got the house. Uh, uh, and so I thank God for that. Mm. Um, and uh, everything came into place. Uh, and then it was just a case of paying for it, um, w- which was uh, another issue. We, we obviously got a mortgage. Now, the mortgage, together with savings, together with the, pro- the, the, the money we got from our house, wasn't quite enough. And then stamp duty is an issue, the fees, the legal fees, and that, that was an issue. Um, but again, um, our families helped out and... Um, and Kelly's, uh, Kelly had a nan who sadly is no longer with us. I know this sounds a bit odd, but it, and it was totally unexpected. But the, the shortfall, which was quite significant, uh, was met uh, through her estate. And so uh, I do believe that that is mm. God um, working. And it, as I say, it didn't start as a, a dream or even a desire, really anything godly at all. I just wanted that house. But it, 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 I think God worked on me through it each time. Very, short, very shortly after looking at, around it and sort of stalking the house a few times, I, I began to pray. So every time I went out on my bike or in the car, we prayed uh, together, me and Kelly, when we were in the car going home or any time we went past it. And uh, so I thank God uh, mm. that he provided and uh, encourage you to, uh, to dream. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. So what are your expectations, individually and corporately? Do you believe you can hear from God? I believe each of us can hear from God. Who can dream dreams? We can all dream dreams. 
who can live a life in abundance? That's what God died for. Who can pray for the sick and see signs and wonders? We all can. John 14, 12. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I've been doing and they will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father and I will do whatever you ask my name so the Father may be glorified in the Son. And who can operate using spiritual gifts? We all can. I'm going to skip over that bit quickly only because I feel like I want to get back into responding. The second point I wanted to just mention was authenticity and vulnerability with each other. I feel there's something that God wants to shift in terms of in sharing and encouraging each other. So I love the, the, the word that was brought just before we came up to spoke. I feel like there's something that God wants to shift around the prophetic in terms of encouraging people, speaking out prophetic words, making declarations over people and each other, sharing, so when things are hard and when it seems like our dreams are not coming about, standing with each other and saying, I'm standing with you. And it was funny because last Sunday, I knew what we were going to talk about this morning. I had a conversation with a friend in the coffee bar and we both looked at each other and shared he said, I'm feeling a bit tired and weary, if I'm honest. I said, I probably am as well, actually. But I said, but that's not my inheritance. That's not who God has made me to be. And we very quickly shared and prayed with each other. And do you know what? Faith came at a rate of knots because God loved to rush in when we stand, stood together and were honest. So as I close, expectations. In a minute, I'm going to ask anyone who wants to join me in expecting the unexpected to stand. I feel like there's going to be something that God wants to shift within us. Um, and this is the first response. Secondly, for those that want to, we've got this piece of string up here. I feel there is a significance when we write down things around the expectations we have or the dreams we have. And what I'm looking and asking people to do, if they want to, is to come and grab a yellow ticket or any colour ticket and to write down one expectation or as many as you like that you have for 2014. It could be a new house. It could be to see something shift within, with a family, to pray for someone to see them healed. And by doing this, we're doing it corporately. We'll hang this up somewhere. I haven't thought about that, whether it's draped it around this hall or, or somewhere. And thirdly, I'd love to pray with anyone that feels like, for them, they have managed expectations or they have allowed their expectations to sit at a level because of disappointment. We've got nearly 20 minutes, so we haven't got to rush. Um, is that okay? Would you? Yes. Well done, darling. If you're sitting here and you feel that God is talking to you, either for someone or for us as a church, do you want to come up, grab me or grab Paul? Paul's um, fathering this morning's meeting because um, we'd love to feed it in. Is that okay? Joe, would you mind, or Mark, just having some music? That'd be great. Yeah. So if you want to join me in expecting the unexpected, 
Would you like to stand? If, you're, if you don't, that's fine. But if you want to. And I'd love to pray for us. This morning, I, I trust that God is speaking to you more than me. I know that I've communicated some of what God has just said. Father God, I just uh, put ourselves in your hands again and just say thank you for the love you have for us. I pray this morning, just as we've stood, that uh, that is a faith declaration of we wanted to expect the unexpected. Lord, we're wanting to put down disappointments and uh, upsets where in the past we may have allowed um, things to to rob us or to make us fearful. Amen.